0: This is Samantha Daniels of Samantha Daniels Consulting, and you are listening to Communicating About Communication. So this is episode five. Five is my absolute favorite number since I was probably five when I turned five. That, it looked like an S and just kind of rocked with it ever since. So I've had a couple emails, a couple questions from some people I know, some people I don't know we're actually wondering about more communicating with your employees or communicating with, wouldn't say subordinates, but people that you work with. So this one kind of go either with employees or as well, people that you work with if you're a contractor somewhat kind of like me. So you're working with different people all the time. This is really how I communicate with them and I found it works the best. I mean... I've got a whole list. I've probably got about 25, 30 different things on my list right here. Um, But a few that I really want to touch on, um, number one for sure is just be honest and forthcoming. I mean, if, 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 say, let's start, my friend, they're in sales. Okay, so you have targets you need to meet each day, each week, each month, each quarter, all that fun stuff. Okay, awesome. So you have these targets that you need to meet and you have employees or people that you're working with that need to help you meet these targets so they have their own targets probably and then you have your own targets depending upon how many people you're working with so how do you get those people to meet those targets um one one two three four five okay about seven different different things here so how you would want to actually approach all of that it depends how you start, how you train them. Obviously, training number one are you just onboarding them or are you training them and they're part of your culture? What is your company culture? That's a whole nother episode there. But if you have that all wrapped up, awesome. If not, send me an email. I can definitely help you out. But for say you have an awesome training package, you got, you know, however many, depends what you're doing a week, two weeks, a couple hours, whatever it may be. Your training is thorough. And the employee has a lot of opportunities to ask what's going on, how this works, how this coincides with something else, how this actually will benefit them. I think that's the biggest thing that employers don't really understand. I think they almost forget when they worked someplace. So when they were somewhere, what did they want their employer, how did they want them to feel and treat them? I want you to, like, I want the people that I work with or people that work for me, I want them to feel and know that they are a part of what's going on. So training, number one, you really, like, that's, like they say with anything, communication, dating, anything, your first impression is very, very important. So yeah, they've gone through the hiring process, all of that, but really that first day inside your business, your company, your wherever, it might be at a home business, doesn't matter where, the first time you meet them and say, hey, thank you, welcome aboard, you're part of the the team, you're part of the family now. Basically, you really, you really have to make sure your training is, is top-notch. Having a receptive atmosphere, that starts in training, that starts when you're looking for someone to apply for your job, that if there are issues, you want to work together to get that sorted, right? You don't want to say, oh yeah, yeah, HR, someone else will handle that, someone else will handle that, always passing off the buck, you need to take responsibility for that. So you need to accept and take that responsibility. Okay, if I don't know how to do something, I'm going to find the person that does, and then I will communicate with you when we have indeed found a solution to this issue, right? So, okay, open meetings, that's kind of, everyone says, oh, have an open meeting. An open meeting is still a meeting. So, I mean, if people if you have a team dynamic, you really have to understand your team, and that's going into team dynamics. Who's your leader? Who's the weakest link? And who are the supporting characters? So you really need to understand that about your team to really, I guess, well, I know, to communicate effectively with them. So that's that's another, we can touch on that, another another podcast there but different parts of meetings visuals using your hands and I like actually standing up and well sometimes they say standing up is people don't want you looking down on them but then sitting it doesn't seem like you're actually being a taking part of the meeting it's really you really got to read the room communicating it's, it's like one of the the biggest things that I really underlined a few of them simple words and tone. So I mean like what are you saying? What are you trying to do? Right? What are you trying to do right now? You're trying to get them on board with your message, sell this product. So I'll use my own example when I was like TSR at so technical service rep at Shaw. I answered calls and worked online on a computer and answered questions about technical stuff, but in reality, I was still supposed to sell things. I'm supposed to add channels to their package I'm supposed to increase their internet speed and you have to ask certain questions to get there but really like back in the day my supervisor was kind of on it doing his own thing was like whatever I don't really care as long as you know you're showing up on time and you're doing your job I'm like cool this is a pretty easy paycheck I you know no big expectations nothing like that then I got a new supervisor and that was a complete opposite. And then I started to actually you know, strive for certain goals, like ma- actually set some goals for my job. Like I didn't care. I really didn't care at all. It was benefits. It was working with super chill people in a cool place. And it was really fun and got paid really good money. So I was like, this is really nothing. It was, well, I could finish my degree. I'm like, this is paying me to actually study at school, I couldn't find a better gig. So that was great until I graduate and then I have a new supervisor and then you th- I guess your perspective on life most definitely changes. So you start switching it up and you really want to focus on your own thing. So that's another thing you have to worry about or even think about in a business is your employees. What are they thinking while they're at work, right? Are they fully engaged while they're at work? I'm not going to say, oh, of course, like, all of my employees, fully engaged, for sure, all of this, like, no, I guarantee that they're doing their own thing, and, like, why not? You need a break, you know? I mean, you your brain needs a break if you know that the work that you are doing in your company is very stressful, and it's just very, like, all-encompassing, very, yeah, just work not just like some simple like put this here put that there this is some work so yeah like let your employees you know a couple extra minutes like it really obviously analytics all this stuff like oh my gosh i should be working for an extra five minutes a day like no you really need to take care of your employees because that's your business you don't have people doing the things you don't really want to do well then you don't really have a business now do you so if you know that the people that you hired need, you know, an extra 10 minutes a day to fiddle around on their phone or something. Lunch should be 40 minutes, 40, make it 45 instead of the old 30. Like, can you imagine the actual, like the morale boost that would do like, hey, I have an extra 15 minutes. I know you guys want to fiddle around or you can take a half an hour and then just take that 15 throughout the rest of the day. If you said, you know what? I was going to like increase the lunch, but I was saying like, how about I just give you an extra like 15 minutes like a floater if you have to leave early or something like that and all your stuff's done that's cool oh my gosh you don't want to take your lunch you want to leave an extra 45 minutes early you got everything done cool see ya bye like (laughs) that would be great that's a lot different than you know telling you when your break is telling you when your lunch is this is how it is like you're being managed by a robot right you definitely don't want to come across as i'm a robot here to make sure that you follow and hit all of the sales targets? Like, no, no thank you very much. I mean, yeah, having confidence when you speak, visuals, you know, listening, body language, act out your message. That's what one of my friends was saying. You really have to act it out. I'm like acting out sales. Like, oh my gosh, you need to buy this internet. Oh my gosh, you need to get this whatever for your whatever, whatchamacallit. No, that's definitely not how (laughs) it should be. You just need to be honest, right? And like, don't be a broken record. Just like when your mom told you to pick up your dish seven times, like I heard you the first time, I'm not really into it right now. I don't want to, I'm not motivated, whatever it may be, it's you're communicating, if they have to say it more than once, that you somehow are not in either agreeance or you just don't want to, right? You just don't want to, whether or not that's you're trying to act out, or you literally just don't want to do the task. Okay, well then you have to reverse engineer it as an employer and say, hey, how can I get them to want to do this task that everyone kind of knows we don't want to do, but how can I get them to do it? Oh, okay, they like X, Y, Z. Okay, well, if you hit target J, then I'll give you X, Y, Z. It's like, oh, really? Okay, so I just have to make two sales a day. Okay, for sure. So there are different people with different mindsets. You have to know your employees and you have to know where their mindset and what their mindset is, right? Are they just here for a paycheck? Okay. Are they here to crush the sales quotas, all that craziness, like, and they want to be the next CEO, all that fun stuff. Okay, cool. But... You know, you really need to know who, who you're working with, who you're spending the majority of your time, majority of your life with, or who what what they're doing. What are they doing, right? What are they doing? They're on their phone. They're on Reddit. Like we know what they're doing, but are they helping your company? Are they helping you grow, right? Become what you would like to be. So, really, call an open meeting. Be like, hey, let's all get together. I don't know. It Depends. Say a bigger company have a meeting room. Cool. Let's all hang out in the meeting. Okay. It's like, how's life going? What's up? Oh, I'm really, you know, I'm really cheesed off about this. I'm really pissed about this. Like, okay, why? Da 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 da. Oh, and that's kind of dragging into your work. Okay, understand? Yeah, you know, you've heard it all before. Like, you need to leave home at the door. Or need to leave work at the door. Like, but that doesn't. That's not how life is. It it transfers over. It seeps out, and it kind of goes into that, like stains your other aspects of your life. So if your work environment is negative because your boss is kind of an ass and doesn't communicate properly and can't send a proper email to save his life, her life, his life, doesn't matter. You're constantly, you're broken record. That's all you hear. You, you know, can't really do a one-on-one properly. Doesn't make any eye contact when you have meetings. I mean, that's, it's the tone they use. There's so many things that come together. I like to think of it as a communication pizza. So you have, as I smash my leg on the table here, you have your communication pizza. You have your crust. Depends. Sometimes I'm into a thin crust, whole wheat, super, super healthy flax, all that good stuff. Sometimes I want that like deep dish, like pan, greasy. You'd like, my fingers are greasy just thinking about that crust what kind of cheese do you want what kind of this do you want what kind of toppings do you want are you a pineapple on top of your pizza person I am oh my gosh I want all the pineapple and I want it on my pizza right now it's sweet who doesn't want sweet stuff that's heated up to make it even sweeter I don't I'm not understanding that but hey that is life it's so delicious so now you've got the crust your toppings for sure there's cheese there's sauce you light sauce easy sauce are you like no sauce are you you know do you just want some olive oil or maybe some garlic do you want this do you want that do you want wings with it yeah i want wings do you want cheesy bread with it yes of course i want cheesy bread because even though i have literal cheesy bread and toppings beside it i need a different kind of cheesy bread because it just brings out the flavor and the aesthetic of the plate so i mean you can really delve into it like that or even I like to think of many things as food, as you'll soon become aware. Let's think of it as sushi, right? You've got the nori, so the seaweed. You have your rice. You have to do the rice properly. You can't just like put some regular Uncle Ben's, is it Uncle Ben? Uncle Ben's rice and just like throw it, be like, yeah, that's sushi. No, you need to do it right. Every layer has its place. Every layer should be done a certain way there are variables within that particular layer that it should be done. Okay. So nori, the seaweed, you could have a small little square, you could have a circle, you could have different shapes, but it's still seaweed. It's still the salt. Like it still serves that purpose. The rice, you need to have a certain kind of rice. So it actually sticks together when you roll it and it's not all falling all over the place. Okay, cool. Rice seems simple enough, but you really have to get that done right now what you're putting inside what are your toppings you know like what do you what do you do you want cucumber do you want crab do you want avocado do you want some mayo do you like it kind of creamy like how do you like it really that's just like anything how are you going to deliver your message so the medium is the message the type of meeting you're having that's the message we're having a one-on-one that's like i really want to focus just on you and what we're going to discuss you want to have a team meeting okay well it's about the team. You want to send an email, a memo, whatever it may be. Realize that that's how you are conveying what you're trying, your actual message, what you're trying to say. What am I trying to say? Sales. We need to like crank out some sales, guys. We need to make some money because you all want to, I don't know, something at Christmas. You all want a bonus at Christmas and there's going to be nothing if we're not actually You know, if you're not working in the summer, how are you going to shine in the winter? Or working in the winter, how are you going to shine in the summer? Really, like, I patience, hard work. It's not going to happen overnight. But when they're sending one email once a week about, okay, guys, yeah, have a great week. Like, nothing about quotas, nothing about sales. Like, then everyone kind of gets that lackadaisical, like, oh, it doesn't really matter. Because the boss doesn't really think it matters. So I went from one supervisor that is a certain way to another that's just like kablammo. Just like a lot of different jobs I've had when I was you know, 15, 16, working at like a fish and chip place. If you had one boss that's like super chill, whatever, and then one that's like a hard ass is going to tell you how to do it, what to do, but you, it's easier to have someone that has the expectations set out for you. So really, you can't fail, and if you do, it's your own fault because... Expectations were set out. Expectations were set out. You couldn't understand. And if you didn't understand, you didn't take the time to ask a question to clarify what you, what the misunderstanding was. Oh, I didn't know we had to sell seven times a day. I thought it was just seven times a week. That's why I did it once a day or whatever it may be. Like, no, you need every single meeting. Every single employee needs to know what's the goal. What are we working towards? What's your individual goal? What's my individual goal, right? Like you, you need to communicate that and you can't just be, oh yeah, don't worry, it'll get sorted, it'll get solved. Like no, it most definitely will not with that mind, mindset, mind frame, whatever it may be, it, it won't get sorted. You need to have notebook, whiteboard, something that's set out to say, this is what's happening right? This is what needs to happen. This is what's happening now. This is what needs to happen. And in one month, we're going to have a look and hopefully we've met those goals. Like it's, if, and if they are not, if your employees, people that you've hired are not down for that, are not interested in any of that, then they clearly are not interested in your business. And do you really want someone there just collecting a paycheck? I mean, it depends. Maybe you do. Maybe you need someone for that overnight shift and no one will take it. Understandable. But then you really need to clarify your message as to what you're trying to achieve in your business so you can find someone who's willing to work beside you even if it's only for 6 months. Like don't think that oh my gosh, I need someone that's going to be here for the next 40 years. Do you really want someone that's the, that just wants to be there for 40 years? Wouldn't you want not so much high turnover, but wouldn't you want someone in there that's like six months just like pounding the pavement, working so hard that they get to the next level and they're like, I did it because of this person right here. Their company that I worked at for six months just really molded me into the person that I wanted to be to move on to be a success. Like, Yes, I would want to go there for six months. I would want to work there for a year, for two years, you know? Like two years, you work through every, you've worked in every single department, you know everyone and you know the ins and outs of that business because you're looking to create your own business that's similar to that that's more valuable than spending two years at a business school talking about a whole bunch of different businesses that might, might relate to yours or might not, right? So you really have to see where you're investing your time, right? Time is money and time you can't get back, money you can make overnight. So there's really no ifs, ands, or buts. You're communicating with anyone, employees, business, friends, doesn't matter. You should really obviously be honest concise and open with your communication i mean there's you know there's a lot of other things you can be you should shouldn't all this stuff but really if you're those few things i think you will be i know you will be successful with your communication as i'm stumbling over the words trying to say but it's it's really like being honest knowing that you have some weaknesses sometimes sometimes it's not your day sometimes you're having a horrible day and just you're trying to communicate but tell your employees that. Be like, oh my gosh, I'm having a horrible day. I'm trying to communicate X, Y, Z, and it's coming out A, B, C. Like, ugh. And they'll be like, haha, I know how that is because we all have that. Talk And then talk about your struggles. Talk about how you're having difficulty doing certain tasks that used to be easy or were once very easy now or just like the most difficult thing and you're wondering what the heck is going on. Maybe someone has that same, maybe someone went through that three months ago and they found a way to get through it. Right, so there's that, but yeah, that's part part one of communicating with your employees. Sure, we'll most definitely touch on that again, episode five, one of my favorites for sure, communicating with your employees or people that you contract with or just people in general. Lots of different uh, lots of different takeaways from this one, but uh, hopefully you can tune in for the next one tomorrow. Uh, I've got a little something up my sleeve. So Sunday special, today's Saturday. Oh, Saturday, it's nice and sunny out in Vancouver. Oh, I love it when it's sunny, but I also love it when it's rainy. So I'm definitely not gonna hate on Vancouver for the rain. I love it because it's super green right now. So I will catch you tomorrow. Hopefully you enjoyed this ramblings of how to and how not to communicate with your employees or people that you work with. I really appreciate you listening and I hope you are back tomorrow. Have a great day. Ride the wave.